This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is On The Mark, and pleased to have NHL Stanley Cup champion Brian Bickle in, in studio today. <laughs> Retired now and segueing into uh, the next part of your life. So let, let's talk some hockey to start here. When, you, when you're looking back on, on your career, I, I would think that uh, winning the Cup in, in Chicago, or two Cups in Chicago, was, was, was the highlight. Any one particular moment that you, you think about when you're, the head hits the pillow at night? Um, yeah, there's a lot of good moments, you know, obviously, you know, getting drafted by Chicago in 04, getting drafted, you know, being in your first game, scoring, lucky enough to win a couple championships and, and being part of, uh, you know, a historic team and, um, you know, the city and the way where it was when I got drafted to where, you know, where it is now, it's, uh, it's crazy. It, it is nuts. I mean, when, when you were drafted, the Blackhawks, well, and when I was growing up back in the day, it was the the Hawks were the thing, and then they and then they weren't because it was just a huge period, as you know, where they were down. And then it became the Blackhawks were the most popular team in Chicago. And you're talking about a, you know great sports city with Cubs and the Bears and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just to see that and be a part of it had to be enormously cool. It was uh, it was it was awesome. You can kind of see, obviously, you know, helps winning. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a low part, but it was a rebuilding stage. I think. Um, you know, from Taves and Kane when they came in, then it just got better and better every year. And um, you know, we won a couple of cups on the way. And um, I know they're they're not done. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Now I'm newly retired. I'm just going to be a fan watching uh, you know my friends uh, you know battle out there. I'm I'm always curious for guys that make it to the top like like you did. When were you, as a kid did you start to realize that oh I've got kind of a unique talent and then oh if I really work hard. I can advance myself to levels that I never thought possible. And then, oh my God, I'm on the ice in the NHL. Yeah, um, obviously being from Canada, that was everyone's kid's dream is right. to, to play in the NHL. Um, when I realized where, you know, it might be in something, um, I think when I moved away from home, I moved away from home when I was 16. 
I uh, lived in a big city. I was from a small town of 800 and moved to a town of, you know, 800,000. It was, um, it was overwhelming, but, um, you know, adjusted and then I got drafted and, um, you know, there was some ups and downs in my, my first couple of years if I was ever going to make the NHL and um, hard work paid off and, um, you know, history is history. I, I couldn't take anything back. It was a, a good run, um, you know, in a short amount of time, but, um, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll get to uh, what, what you're doing now in a second. But I'm, like, so you're, who was the biggest driver when you were a 12-year-old Brian Bickle? Saying, "Hey, man, get to that ice. Do, do <laughs> work the extra shifts." All this. I mean, was your dad the guy? Was your co- special coach or anything like that? No, it was definitely my parents. Um, you know, I have an older sister. Um, you know, if it wasn't for my parents um, taking me to practice every five times a week, taking me to tournaments on weekends, um, my sister kind of got uh, left in the back burners, which is <laughs> unfortunate. But um, you know, they're just a dedicated hockey parent that. Uh, you know, wanted to see their kids succeed, and um, you know, it wasn't for my parents for the younger younger times that uh, to push me and uh, to get me where I am now. Were, were were you a brat or were you a grateful kid? Thank you for taking me to the rink today. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a good kid. I was a quiet kid. Um, you know, I liked to have fun, and I still like to have fun when I was on the ice. Um, that's what uh, I think uh, kept me, you know, wanting more. Um, you know, it was the biggest thing. I'd get to play hockey for a living and uh, take it every day and have fun. So you uh, had your biggest moments in the playoffs. I mean, you were you you would your your level would rise when the the lights were the brightest. Is, and did that does that like you're you're kind of like thinking about that right now? Does that any particular reason? Does that feel right to say? Because I mean, you uh, certainly in the in the in the thirteen cup run. I mean, you were right in the middle of all of it. Yeah, I think um, you know playoff hockey kind of brings the best out of me. Obviously, there's uh, you know eighty two. Games in a season, you go through ups and downs and good games and bad, but, um, you know, every game in playoffs means something, and um, I kind of like the referees that put the whistles away, and it's more chippy, more physical, um, and that kind of brings out the best for my game. Um, you know, I'm lucky to, to bang some goals in the playoffs and, um, and be a big part of uh, some teams, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's part of my game. I, I was uh, talking with uh, old Blackhawk, Dennis Savard, who, uh, you know, Hall of Famer, the whole thing, and he would talk, you know, back in, in the 80s, late 70s, how he wouldn't sleep at night because he knew when he was getting on the ice going up against the old Minnesota North Stars or, mm-hmm. or anybody in the division that they were going to come after him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, he wasn't, you're, you're a bigger guy. He, 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 was, he wasn't. <clears throat> but I, I'm just curious, like, you know, could you, I mean, how would you go into a, a game, like, as far as your anxiety levels? Like, would you be able to sleep during the season just knowing the intensity of what was about to happen? I mean, you guys, it's a crazy sport. Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm a really easy sleeper, thank God. But, um, you know, I don't think I, I think about that. You kind of, t- when you get away from the rink, you kind of turn your brain off and not worry about those things. But when you get to the rink, you need to, to perform. Um, you know, Dennis was a small guy, skilled guy. A guy had a bullseye on his back at times because if he didn't, he would score. And... Um, you know, for me, I was one of those guys that, you know, would have to finish him. Um, you know, that's part of my game to, to slow players down, open up ice for for my teammates. And, um, yeah, it was a fun run. Do you want it to stay the same as far as for the players going forward here, like the, the guys police the game themselves? Because there's always that discussion around hockey. Should we get rid of fighting? Is it, is it bad for the game? Does it have a negative impact, you know, to the families who you're trying to bring into as you're always trying to grow the sport? No, I think uh, I think fighting is always going to be in the game. I know there's going to be um, those enforcers where you know 
you know, there's one guy who plays a couple minutes and he goes out there. I don't think they're going to have much of those players anymore. You need, you need players. You need to have four lines. Um, but also you need to hold uh, players accountable when, you know, something happens on the ice. And I think um, through the players, they, they'll stand up and, um, you know, hockey's always going to be uh, uh, fighting in the game. It's harder, though, right, for the enforcers, though, on some level, because you know, you're making more money now, but that also means if they suspend you for a period of games, you're, you know, you're giving up a lot of dough. And then, but you're also asked to go out there and protect you know, Sidney Crosby or Patrick Kane or whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, it seems like maybe there's a less of a will to want to you know, be that guy knowing that you could you know, have a long suspension and lose a ton of dough. I mean, that all plays into it, and this is real life. It does. And... Um you know, again, it comes in the, the circumstances of what happens on the ice, what happens to your player. Um, you know, obviously, if you, you don't want to do anything bad enough, you want to get suspended. But, you know, in respect, if the guy did something bad to, say, Sidney Crosby and the, guy, and the guy knows it and stands up for himself and, you know, puts his, uh, you know, what he did and he, and he understands. But uh, if he doesn't and then there's suspensions, that's the, in the hands of the player that's doing it. And, um, you know, that's why they're doing the suspension. So they kind of lean it off and not uh, safety for the players. Yeah. So you, you move on to Chicago to Carolina, and uh, then I guess uh, maybe just take me through as you, you start feeling a little bit off and uh, start seeing some doctors. Uh, maybe just walk us through what was going on. Yeah, um, getting traded in the summer um, to, to Raleigh, North Carolina, and, um, you know, looking for a new start. Um, obviously, the last couple of seasons uh, in Chicago didn't go my way, but, um, you know, looking for a fresh start, and I played – yeah, almost like a handful of games, and then uh, I had some symptoms, and um, I felt like I slept on my shoulder wrong. I thought I had like a pinched nerve, and um, then we just kind of looked at it. it was a pinched nerve, and then it went down my arm the week later, and then I was like, well, this is something you know different. Then it went down to my leg. So um, those are the symptoms I had um, leading into getting diagnosed. Um, and then I had to you know pull myself off and, and get looked at because I knew something was different. Um, I don't know how long it was going on for, but, uh, you know, those couple of weeks uh, when those symptoms were, you know, acting the way they were, it was, uh, it was uh, hard to play hockey, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would assume, you know, here you are, you know, prime, prime of your career playing, you know, in, in the NHL, and yet you're not feeling right. This is not this is something that you, can, you can't even remotely expect something like that to happen. I, I would assume you were... I mean, it's got to be terrifying, no? Yeah, it was um, obviously tough. Not every, you know, you don't see this every year. It's something that never comes really around. Um, you know, I've been through a lot of injuries in my career, um, and different ones from knees, shoulders, you know, concussions, and, uh, you know, to go through the, that symptoms and, and then finding out the news was, uh, you know, very tough. Um, but, um, you know, me and my wife, were, we wanted to look into it uh, and, turn a negative into a positive. Um, you know, I didn't know I was going to play hockey again uh, after getting diagnosed, but then, you know, months and days afterwards and battling and, and to get back on the ice and, and to finish off, uh, you know, on top was what we wanted. Yeah, you, you score a goal in your final game, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I got emotional just watching you in, in, when they were interviewing after how much it, how much it meant to you to, you know, have that last moment. And, and knowing that, you know, hey, you know, I'm not going to be playing anymore. Uh, and, and what it meant to you just to, you know, the whole, to have a career in the NHL. Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a tough couple of weeks leading into that game. Um, I know, uh, you know, lacing up the skates for the last time, uh, a lot of memories go through your head um, for all the people that help you out, for all the memories that, 
you know you you build through the through the years. Uh, I played ten years of you know pro hockey and from the ups and downs and um, to lace them up, and then you know seeing the Philly fans uh, you know cheering for me, which was uh, you know they don't usually cheer for away teams, but um, and then you know scoring the shootout for the last goal, I can. I can now say that uh, I do have a sh better shooting percentage than Taves and Kane in the shootout. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you should let them know about that. If yeah, you know. I have been. <laughs> there, there you go. So uh, you 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 move on from the career, and now you're I mean, you're doing a ton of stuff. You're you're I thought it was you and your wife Amanda. You're you're uh, involved with MS for for with uh, you're having dogs to uh, take care. You can maybe explain that a little bit, what's, how that came about. Yeah, so we opened our foundation uh, about six, seven years ago in Chicago. Um, we have a little Staffordshire Terrier, which is a small pit bull breed dog. And uh, we came to Chicago and we realized the issue here. So we you know, started a foundation to help um, awareness for these dogs, rescue them, um, getting the proper training, their, 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 all their doctor bills paid for and you know find them forever homes and then years later we we worked uh, with the hespa house on the south side for abused kids kind of relate these dogs were abused these kids were abused and um working that way and get a you know a, a relationship between them to realize and then just a couple of days ago we released a new program um service dogs for ms people um yeah. get these dogs get them trained and we just gave our um, first dog um, to a family in Florida, um, family of six. Um, we need to obviously get the dog trained. It's going to take, you know, almost the course of a year, but uh, all cost under our foundation. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to, to help out people. Who gets the most credit for the foundation? Or is it yourself? You can feel free to puff out the chest, or, or does Amanda kind of the driving force? She is the driving force. Yeah. Um, you know, she's the, the one answering all the emails. and. And doing all that, uh, the research behind it. Um, I could say I'm just the, the pretty face behind it, but um, <laughs> I like to help out as much as I can. But, um, you know, we, we put our name behind it and um, we're just happy to help uh, dogs and, and people now at the same time. Yeah, well, the, the dog thing, you know, way back in the day has always been, you know, front and center for you. I'm, I'm curious, like, how that developed, where, where, where that love comes from. And I love, I mean, I love. Yeah, so, you know, we, we rescued our dog uh, 12 years ago, and then shortly after, we're from Ontario, Canada, and then the band came, and we, fortunately, we could keep our dog, but now the band is, you know, you have to, if you have a pit bull breed dog, you have to ship them out, so um, we, obviously, it's close to home to us, and coming here, seeing the issue, um, we wanted to help them out because they are a big misunderstood dog, um, a loyal, friendly, family dog that... Uh, a lot of people take advantage of. Yeah, yeah I, I, the whole misunderstood thing I think can ring true for a you know, whole yeah. real, real broad spectrum there. Yeah. And so you're, you're working with Biogen too uh, as uh, we're, we're building the health up here. Yeah, um, so we partnered up with Biogen uh, say four months ago um, just uh, you know helping spread the word. You kind of look at my story, what I've been through the last uh, you know six, seven months uh, inspired a lot of people. I know um, you know, my story can help out other people, not just in MS, just in, in real life, to, to never kind of never give up and, and push forward. And, um, you know, I'm happy to, you know, partner up them and, and spread my story to, to hopefully help out, you know, other people. Right. And so, like, what, what, what's a day like for you now? How is it different from, you know, I don't know, three, four years ago? Um, it's, uh, Outside of not playing Yeah, it's so. actually a little different, you know. 
Um, you know, I got two kids uh, under the age of three. Um, you know, usually, you know, times I, I go to the gym or I go to the rink and, and do that stuff. But now I'm, um, you know, staying home dad and enjoying my kids and seeing them grow. Um, it's definitely, you know, cool, but it's a little bit different from what I'm used to. And I just need to adjust to it. And I'm helping out the wife quite a bit. And, um, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun and seeing them grow. You know, you know I've talked to a ton of your t former teammates who you know, have transitioned out of the game as well. And it just seems like a huge challenge because here you are, you've got all this adrenaline going out and playing and you've, you, know, you have a whole routine of life, right? The season's coming around, you're getting ready for the season. And then it's just not there. I mean, that, that's, and it, it's for anyone. I mean, you know, from Michael Jordan, Derek Jeter, whatever, Wayne Gretzky, everybody's got to figure out their life after playing. Yeah. But you can't duplicate playing, right? <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, I know that that time hasn't came yet where you know, I'll be getting ready to, you know, hop in the car and come to whatever city I'm playing in. But, um, you know, it's going to be tough. I know the, you know, being around the guys, being in the locker room and doing all that stuff that you've done my whole life. It's, uh, I think I'm going to miss that part. Um, but at the new part, there's, a, you know, a next step that I don't know where it's going to take. Uh, you know, to be around the family and enjoy their time um, and see my girls grow is uh, the most important and, you know, worry about my health. Yeah, well, it's super cool that you're, uh, you know, the attitude that you're bringing to it and, and inspiring people. And I, I mean, I've, I've heard you on the radio. Great to have you in here. And, and, and people are people are joining you, man. It's just cool. And I think you're inspiring a ton of people. I, I hope you're kind of getting that that's going on. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I thought this retirement life was going to be uh, a lot relaxing, but I've been busy and enjoying, uh, you know, helping, you know, other people, other foundations and doing things like that and that's what you know me and my wife enjoyed uh, to give back to the community and um, I know we'll be doing it more going forward. Anybody can knock off the Penguins here or is this run going to continue? Um, I don't know like uh, three peats kind of tough to do I know a back-to-back -back is uh, really tough we were close but um, you know they're a good team they got some good young players coming in um, you know I, I don't want to see them to do it but uh, you never know everyone starts at zero next year the Blackhawks can do it and anybody can do it. Make you commissioner for one day, Gary Bedman just rung the phone line and said, Bickle, you can make one improvement to the game, make one adjustment. Any, is there anything that jumps out that you would do? Improvement uh, to the game. Um, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think, um, you know, the way the, the leagues are going, I think the team going in Vegas is a, a, yeah. big, uh, a big cool thing. I know I was there for the awards. Um, it's, there's a lot of hype behind it. I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, I know there's some other cities that you know could hold the team. Um, I know there's certain cities that are on the bubble, but um, you know I, I wouldn't change anything. The, the the game is fast, and the, the fans love it. There's a lot of scoring. Um, the fighting is not there, but you know that's uh, the way it is now. You play in Las Vegas. You're going to have a sailor at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They decided maybe pay you in chips, but um, no, that's going to be good. I know there's the, the Strip, and I've been to Vegas a lot, and um, yeah, I would enjoy it uh, down there for sure if I had an opportunity. Um, I, there's always a, a, a life after the Strip, um, but yeah. you know, they bring a lot of, uh, a lot of fans, a lot of way teams, uh, fans in, into the building. I know it's going to be exciting for them. Well, Brian, great to see you. Congrats on uh, the work with Biogen and, and what you're doing with uh, everything for MS. is just fantastic. And congrats on a great career, Stanley Cup champion, and we uh, really appreciate you coming. No, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely.
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.